There were some great presents, weren't there, that we, we saw earlier. Now, I just want to ask you, did you get the present you wanted? Yes. It's great, isn't it, when you get presents that you want. And I hope that, you know, today we do feel happy. Yes? Yeah? Good to be happy, isn't it? But at the beginning of the story of Jesus, what do we find? We find a story about gifts, about these wise men. And just for a couple of minutes, I want to focus on the wise men, but also a little bit on the shepherds. You know, these two groups of people who saw Jesus just after he'd been born. Because neither of these two groups are the kind of people you'd expect God to want to see the baby Jesus, first of all. Shepherds were like the lowest of low in society. And these magi, these were strange astrologers from the East. They're not really the kinds of people you would expect God to call. If you had a famous visitor come to your house, who would you tell? Supposing this lady dropped in this afternoon. Who would you want to ring and say, the Queen's just been round. Go on, shout some names out. Everybody. Facebook, you'd put it on Facebook, wouldn't you? It would go on Twitter or wherever. Or supposing this gentleman appeared at your house. You'd what? Yeah. Or even more famous, supposing this chap appeared at your front door. What would you do with these people? You'd want to tell people, wouldn't you? You'd want to tell your friends, you'd want to tell people close to you. But these people that found out that Jesus had been born were not the famous people. They were just very ordinary people. But let's focus on these wise men for a minute, because these were slightly stranger even than the shepherds. These people who travelled from the east. They travelled somewhere from possibly Iraq or Iran, we don't really know where, and they travelled right across what is a really hostile terrain to get to where Jesus was born. Anybody know why the wise men knew to look for a star? Anybody? Yeah, which prophecy? Goes back further than that. There's one before then. This is really testing our brains. This, but I wouldn't have had a clue about this. But about 1,400 years before Jesus was born, in the book of Numbers, there is a strange prophecy from a man named Balaam. And he says this, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel. 1,400 years before Jesus came, there was already this prophecy that a star would rise to show where Jesus would be born. And these magi, these, these men from the east, they must have known bits of the Old Testament, and they saw that when this star had risen, that God had done something amazing. It just reminds me this morning, this Christmas morning, that actually God is searching for us. That God is searching after people to follow him. That Jesus wants to be part of our lives this Christmas. And so the wise men set off. They go all the way from wherever they were. We don't know where they came from, but we do know where they go. And they end up, first of all, going to Jerusalem. They go to the place where they expect the king to be. But who do they find in Jerusalem? They find this rather unpleasant, paranoid man called Herod. Not a nice bloke at all. He's a puppet king of the Romans, and he's there, and he gets all the chief priests and the teachers and says, actually, where's this king going to be born? Where is the Messiah going to be born? And so they all say, well, it's Bethlehem. So off they go, and they travel to Bethlehem. And they take their gifts with them. Can any of the younger people tell me, what are the gifts that the wise men bring? Go on, Ethan. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Brilliant. Gold for a king, 
frankincense to offer to God, and myrrh, really strange gift to bring to a baby, it's used to embalm the dead. But that's to remind us that actually Jesus didn't come just to live, but he, to die, didn't he? He came to die on the cross for the sins of the world and then to rise again in glory. And they came and they worshipped him. They saw a star and it leads them to the worship of Jesus. You know, I believe this Christmas, just as we reflect for just a few moments, we can learn a lot from these wise men. We can learn a lot from them. Because God is always calling people to follow him. God is always trying to get our attention. God longs to pour out his forgiveness and his love into our lives. That's what Christmas is all about. And God will nudge and God will guide and God will point us to Jesus. But I think the big question for all of us this morning is, are we following? Are we following what God is doing? You know, the wise men, they could have thought, well, that's a very nice star, but I'm going to stay at home. But they didn't. They set off and their lives were turned upside down because of it. And it ends up in praise and worship. I think for many of us, Christmas probably started weeks ago. I don't know when you started buying Christmas presents or thinking about Christmas. I think for us, it was probably sort of mid-November time, and we've already negotiated a string of, uh, sort of events and parties and presents. You know, I actually wrapped Claire's Christmas presents at um, sort of 10 o'clock last night. That was how advanced I was. At least I wasn't buying them, I suppose. But we're here, and it's Christmas Day. I just wonder, will your joy of Christmas be complete? Not with the gifts that we can buy one another, but with the gifts that the wise men found, the greatest gift that God has given, the gift of Jesus, the love of God given, God incarnate, the word made flesh, given so that we might be restored to God. So let's remember the wise men this Christmas. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you again for coming. I want to thank you that you are the greatest gift. And I want to thank you for the example of the wise men who saw that star and responded to it. They saw your calling and they went and they followed and they came to a place of worship. I want to pray for each of us that you will help us to respond to you in the same way this Christmas morning. Lord, we thank you for, for one another. We thank you for all that this day will hold all the good times, hopefully, that we'll be sharing as the day goes on. But Lord, we pray that you will be the focus and the center of our celebrations. And we ask it in your name. Amen.